The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Hello again, and thanks so much for joining us. We have a very exciting show today. Um, I am very much interested in just uh, learning more uh, uh, from our guests on how to empower ourselves and how to empower women on uh, just living a, uh, a well-balanced life. So before we get to our exciting guest today, I uh, just like to say thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening from around the world and, uh, you know, Canada, Japan, China, all these countries from around the world are interested in listening to our guests, and uh, I'm hoping that you continue to listen to us. Spain, uh, Germany, Italy, just fantastic. And if I didn't mention you, this uh, the country this week, it's always room. There's always room for next week. So today um, we will be uh, engaging uh, with Dr. Mugi Atar, and she's uh, from Turkey. So, of course, Turkey, hello. <laughs> Thank you for listening hello. in as well. Now, let me just uh, explain our platform. It's the Wellness Lounge uh, for those who are just tuning in. And it is a step further, or we like to believe that we take it a step further. And what we do is uh, connect that whole mind, body, spirit, because we do believe that uh, connecting either one, two, or all three is very empowering. And so, that said, you can find us at 14 South Orange Avenue in South Orange, New Jersey. And our parent company is Wellness Interactive, and the signature brand is the Wellness Lounge. So tune in every week to hear these great uh, guests that we have for you. So the first thing I'd like to do is just read this paragraph and then invite... uh, Dr. Muki Artar to come and empower us all. Um, I read this paragraph a couple of weeks ago because I, I just think it's so amazing. It's very empowering. Um, it's chakra healing. And it says, when we develop the heart chakra, we begin to influence the surroundings with our spiritual presence. When we develop the communication chakra, we begin to influence the country with our spiritual presence. When we develop the seventh chakra, we begin to influence the world with our spiritual presence without doing anything. 
This is uh, written by Swami Dayan Gitin. Chakras is the Sanskrit word for wheels that spin. Now, I'm reading this also from uh, one of our guests uh, uh, wrote this book. Uh, she was on a couple of weeks ago, Sanjita Patel. And it's just a beautiful book, wonderful, uh, engaging um, us with that whole uh, mind-body-spirit uh, connection. Uh, so it goes on to say they are energy centers located within our bodies. There are many energy centers in our bodies, but there are seven main chakras that are located in a vertical line beginning in the bottom of the torso by the tailbone and leading up to the crown of the head. So uh, keep in mind, chakras are the energy exchange centers of the body. So I'm going to invite Dr. Mugi Artar on. Let me just give you a little background on Mugi because I'm sure she's going to be connecting some of those energy forces uh, from a different platform or different perspective, but... um, Stay tuned because uh, I'm sure you're going to leave with uh, uh, being empowered. So our platform today is how to empower mothers. uh, Awesome. How to empower mothers from today to the future. So a little background. Uh, uh, Dr. Mugi Artar is Associate Professor uh, works at Ankara University, uh, uh, faculty of the Educational Sciences Department of Educational Psychology, uh, who is the director of Ankara University Center for Research on Child Culture since 2010. Uh, empowered, she believes, is a word that gets said way too much. The idea of being an empowered woman implies that you are in control of your life. Very strong. Every woman has the ability to take charge of her life with grace, strength, and confidence. An empowered woman knows who she is. Many women today feel as though they have lost themselves. Maybe they gave too much in a relationship that didn't work. Maybe they put too much time into work and not enough time into themselves. Maybe they feel lost in the challenges of motherhood. Regardless, Many women need to spend some time getting to know themselves. Knowing yourself goes way beyond what you do or who you are. Knowing yourself means understanding your own strengths and weaknesses. So Dr. Mugi Artar has the dream of educating as many women as possible to educate young children who will change the future of society. Her last project tells it all mother to mother, from today to the future. And uh, Dr. Mugiatar also uh, begins to study life conditions of uh, children during their travel of working um, uh, in traveling from unfortunate situations to uh, get involved with uh, agriculture because they need jobs, and she'll explain more about this to us. She is such an amazing <laughs> woman, and she just happens to be uh, in Turkey. So welcome, Dr. Mugi Aytar. Hello. Thank you, you Desiree. It's a very good introduction of me. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, well, thank you, because it's so great to be empowered because all of uh, what you've done, and, uh, you know, I'm really just speaking to your amazing platform. I'm just so excited to, for listeners to hear more about what you're doing, um, you know, and Turkey, and, and it, I think we, we all need to understand that it affects us as women. You can be in Turkey, you can be in the United States, China, anywhere. It's what anywhere, we do as women yeah. that can uh, really change uh, communities and change our, our focus uh, moving forward in society. So um, I can't wait to hear more about um, how you navigated this space, where, where um, you're going and when you decided to create such an amazing platform. So did you uh, feel at all empowered as a young woman? Is that something you felt early on, or uh, is this just something you worked on, uh, like we all do? Actually, um, I have to uh, put... I have to divide my life into two because, you know, we, uh, as Turkey, we live a big earthquake here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and almost 15 years ago, and this earthquake, uh, when I'm an assistant professor, I'm almost finished my PhD, and we have to work at the area of the earthquake to help people uh, that they suffered from a big trauma uh, like earthquake. So they, uh, we have to help them right we went right. to the we went to the earthquake region uh but i realized that we don't know how to deal with that i'm i trained as a psychologist i trained from psychology department and it's a very well-known psychology department in turkey and in europe too uh although i graduated from this uh, department i really little know about healing trauma so first, I realized that uh, I have to work on it because every day we live a lot of traumatic events and we have to move on our lives. Uh, and after this uh, period, two years, almost two years, I went to the region and helped people, try to help people actually. And um, and then I realized two things. One of uh, it is about myself. Because the only thing is important for me is living. Nothing that is important. Your belongings is not very important because uh, everything is gone in a in a moment. So mm-hmm. the 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 most important thing in life is being healthy and being alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is the first uh, lesson I learned from this period for myself. And the second lesson is about my job. Uh, I realized that we have to help people in order to help ourselves. Because if I help people, I feel uh, powerful first, mm-hmm. and I feel happy about it. Right, right. And, you know, I hear so, uh, so many you know, people speak about this, and, and I definitely can relate. I, I feel, them, feel empowered. And I'm helping people. So what would you say uh, to women who um, are struggling uh, with their, um, with themselves, you know, with their foundation yeah, with and with who with they are? Beliefs. Is this something 
that could be a miss for women who who uh, are not reaching out to others because um, it can empower us. You feel so great. You know, I, sure. I'm always um, sort of taken back when I, I um, or uh, when I meet women who are not necessarily doing the work. You know, helping to build communities and nurturing communities, nurturing themselves. They seem to seem to be search in search of a more spiritual foundation. Uh, would you say that this is something that could help us all just get connected to our communities and helping others and and educating others? And how, how do you feel about that for women? Because it's it's more about empowering us, as you said. Sure. Uh, as a woman, uh, we have to aware what's going on in our lives, in our countries, in our cities, almost in our street. Because, you know, if we deal with our life problems, our daily issues and ourselves too much, you couldn't see what's going around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, let's give an example. Uh, Maybe you have some economic problems, economic struggles, and uh, you are dealing with yourself every day. Oh, I have to gain money. I, I have to live my life. I have to pay this and pay that. But, you know, when, when you look to the street, someone may be uh, hungry, couldn't find even a food for herself or for her family. And there is always, always a, a worse thing that you could see if you look around rather than yourself. Mm-hmm. So, um, worse. It's really, it's really important that you are happy what you have in your hand, whatever right. it is. But before you, you're happy with what? Yes, with what you have. It's because it's always. No matter what you have, uh, people tend to think there's always more. <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. no, you're saying what is before you is is the blessing. Yeah, yeah because everything is worth, uh, worthy that you have a lot of in your hand. You have your family, maybe you have your sons, daughters, whatever, and it's worthless. The money, the job, it, it's always changed. And there, is, there have to be problems. Life is like that. Well, life is, you... right. life is like that because it's, it's filled with the noise of everyday life, everything we do. So you go to but work or there's finance or you, yeah, but you it's have the family, color it's of all the these life. things. Everything is the color of the life. Okay, so let me let me say this then. So when you're working with uh, the uh, after the earth earthquake, um, yeah. working with uh, so many people in need, uh, uh, especially women, how did you um, find that to be for uh, women specifically? Because uh, we tend to take control uh, of our family situations when they're in need. We, we tend to nurture and, and take them, you know, under our wings to protect sure. them in a sense. And I know that we, we have our men, our men uh, do the same, but from a different uh, position, uh, sure. they nurture. 
we nurture during crisis situations. And so after the earthquake, you have so many women that were in need. How did you help them um, and, and, and really using your own uh, self, your spirit? You know, I know you're a psychologist, but uh, it, it had to be really um, uh, empowering for you to engage with women that were in so much need of help. How did you do sure. that? Sure. You know, um, it's about, I think, the belief in themselves. Uh, we try to help them to find the real belief that they are strong enough to do everything, to change everything. Mm. Uh, because if they think that they are weak and they couldn't do anything to change their situation that time, uh, it caused more struggles and depression and everything is, cha- everything is bad for their life. So we help them to find their strengths in de- themselves. Actually. So can you give us an example of uh, empowering them with strength? Sure, sure. Uh, we have women groups. We did women groups. Uh, this group's called debriefing kind of, trauma therapy kind of thing. But in this uh, debriefing sessions, um, women give examples about how they lose their houses or how they lose their relatives or so on and so forth. And um, after this session, uh, we have a normalizing period. This normalizing period is belonging about the psychological help for them. Uh, At this period, um, we try to find, even though they have a lot of problems, uh, they are going to solve them or they will they did solve them already so we try to find how they solve it and this is a very powerful thing to solve this problem at this condition so we try to uh, try to solve their problems by themselves and they realize that they are strong enough to solve their problems Ah, they, they, uh, you're helping them to solve their problems by themselves. By themselves, yeah. And they that's, are finding that, oh, definitely empowering I solve it Because and I'm there are strong. many platforms where uh, they help, uh, but more in a group situation. But if you're helping yeah. them to empower themselves or yeah. to be strong standing alone, that's, that is pretty Great. That's awesome. Because so listen, all, I yeah, hear yeah. music for a moment. There's music that means we need to go to a commercial. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. Okay. I'm for so you. save the thought and we're going to uh, come back in a moment and we're speaking with Dr. Muki Attar and she's from Accra in Turkey, Ankara University in Turkey. So please engage with us as she uh, enlightens us more about women and empowering them and or us. <laughs> I'm in that group too. Thank you for joining us. We'll return in a moment. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, thanks for joining us again. We're speaking with Dr. Mugi Artar, and she is enlightening us on the power or the empowerment of an individual and uh, how we can uh, learn how to empower ourselves to help others. And uh, we're speaking also specifically at times uh, uh, about women, who we believe that, uh, uh, as with most uh, women, you educate a woman, you enlighten a woman, you empower a woman, and you're empowering communities. And it's something about that gift, I think, <laughs> that uh, God has given us to uh, nurture uh, so many in our world and in our communities. And um, Dr. Mugi Artar is uh, in Turkey at this moment, and she's speaking to us. So thanks again for uh, joining us, uh, Mugi. So I'd love to speak about um, also what uh, you've done with um, uh, migrant workers, and uh, you work with um, uh, different projects at the Bernard Van Leer Foundation, um, and it's agricultural migrant workers uh, from zero to six years of age, uh, seasonal migrant workers, uh, women. Tell us more about uh, uh, this platform and how you're helping uh, uh, women and others to empower themselves. Sure. Um, it's very interesting, actually. Five years ago, Bernard Von Leer Foundation um, gave a proposal to us to make a project about seasonal migrant workers, uh, very young children, zero to six years of age. And first we did a uh, research project uh, on their daily lives. And uh, when the first visit is uh, on um, the 
near the capital city Polatlı, our capital city is Ankara, and they are working very near to Ankara, uh, just to uh, Corp Onion uh, at the agricultural work. So we went there and visit some uh, tent areas. They are living in the tents uh, while while they are going uh, migrant work. And uh, one of the tent areas, we talked with women, and one of them said that, okay, you are coming and asking questions and going back. Is it enough to understand our daily life, she said. And I realized that we have to do a research project we called participatory uh, observation. Because just giving uh, questionnaires or talking with them in 15 minutes or half an hour is not enough to understand their daily life. So our first project five years ago is a participatory observation project. Our research assistants live with them uh, about 10 or 12 days at the tent areas. Uh, they put their tents too and live in the same condition with them and talk with them and observe them, observe them all day and night. Uh, actually, for them, our research assistants, it's a very different life because although they read a lot of our daily lives and they did a lot of research, it's not the same to understand when they're living with them. Uh, so, uh, we finished this project and we realized that their living conditions is too, too, too bad. Uh, they didn't have electricity, they didn't have uh, hy hygienic food, they didn't have enough water, sanitized water around. So, uh, mother and father and whole family have to work all day, about almost 12 hours. And, the and they're doing are... this without, uh, without hygiene, without water, without electricity, no. and they're still working 12 hours. Nothing around in the tent area. No electricity, no water, wow. no hygienic kind of living uh, conditions. And uh, mother and father and the older brothers and sisters have to go to work all day. So little ones have to be uh, stay at the tent area without an, any attention, unattended. Maybe there is an older, older woman or grandma or grandfather around, but they are very old to look after that all too many children. So, so living conditions is very, very bad. So you're working with them. Uh, what, what are the results after in mm -hmm. helping yeah. the migrant and, workers? Uh, what, and, and is this something uh, uh, that you may feel or, or even think that um, the platform that you all are presenting to this group, do you feel that this is something that can be used in mm -hmm. other communities as well? If you're mm -hmm. working with them and staying with them to educate them, is this something that yeah. can also work in other places? Yeah, yeah, it will, I think. You know, uh, we realize that uh, when we uh, observe them all day or uh, this time period, we realize that some uh, children are different than the others. These uh, little ones, uh, the only difference belongs to their mother. If their mother believes that uh, 
their children's lives must be different from themselves. They try to educate their children. They even uh, take uh, food for their children, even if it's very hard to find. Um, you know, they behave different to their children. And yeah. look to well, I, think they, I guess that would go, go really also uh, back to the fact that every uh, woman or every family, you want the best for your child, and that yeah. would mean, you know, you want to be able to feed them, you want to be able to educate them, you mm-hmm. want to be able to love them. And so it doesn't matter if um, you're you're wealthy or if you're in uh, challenges or middle class, it doesn't matter. We want the same for our children. Does that sure. make sense? Sure. But, uh, you know, this woman are a little more aware than the others. A little more what, hon? Aware than the others. Aware. They're, yeah. Okay, so... They're aware of aware the importance of children's growth. Than the others, meaning... Yeah. What others with that? Yeah, I mean, you know, there are a lot of families there, and some women are different than the other. They think okay. that their children's development is very important, and they have to feed more carefully. They have to look careful more carefully because um, they try to change their life. They try to, to change their uh, route of life. Their fate. Their, their fate. Actually, they try to change their fate. Right, but they do that with the support of uh, uh, of uh, you all. Yeah. Per- uh, yeah. So we we uh, made a project to uh, raise the awareness of children's uh, lives, children living, how to deal uh, with the food problem, how to enhance their lives uh, with little change. Because, you know, they don't know how to look after them. They don't maybe know how to feed them with different food. And they don't even know maybe, uh, because they are all illiterate, uh, so maybe they don't know how to deal with the problems. So we uh, develop a med- module on uh, child development, child health and care, and uh, all the problems that we see in the field. Uh, we develop a module. This module is consistent only in illustrations. There is no written thing on it because they are, the women are all illiterate and they don't know how to read and write. So we uh, consist this module only from illustrations and uh, this illustration is about uh, healthy food, healthy right. odor and sanitation mm-hmm. and how to look after their children more yeah. carefully. And, well, I noticed that um, I was, I'm reading where uh, you have families, other families that actually will go and take their, their children to help mm-hmm. with uh, this project, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You take your, your own families to, to help with um, yeah. uh, this particular project, with helping them to for planting and harvesting and hoeing, all of these things. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's like that. So we trained 40 women from four uh, different uh, cities at southeast of Turkey. So this 40 women is, uh, are trained as trainees. So they 
give information to their friends only, who are agricultural migrant workers, again, just like them. So they give, uh, okay, they help and give information to their friends. Yeah. And, yeah, well, I, I absolutely think it's it's amazing, and it's something that um, uh, we can all learn from, for sure, because... We have uh, challenging areas uh, or challenging areas right here in the United States, but all over the world, uh, yeah, people yeah. are being challenged, especially women every day, to help build their communities and educate. And uh, when you say that they're working 12 hours and they have no electricity, no, uh, you know, water, food, it's just, it, I, I, I'm just amazed that women can operate for 12 hours without uh, these certain um, uh, amenities that we all have, you know. Uh, We take for granted water, electricity, and comfort. They're living in a tent, and they're still working for 12 hours, and they're still nurturing their families. But the great part is is when you have um, uh, educators like yourself or professionals coming in, bringing other women from around, you know, your your city and around the country to come in to spend time with them. I just think that's so important. You know, my daughter and I, we did this, um, uh, something slightly similar. Um, in Africa, we went abroad to Kenya with Feed the Children, and uh, we spent a day with um, uh, uh, families who were uh, suffering uh, from AIDS. And uh, it was quite interesting because the mother, in her small hut, she, she, you couldn't move it, uh, as much in this small hut, but she managed to, uh, suffering from AIDS, managed to get her kids up to get them to school, which was more like five miles away, and they had to walk. You know, all yeah. these things, and they had no uh, electricity, no running water, but she would get up to get her her kids off to school and still, you know, want them to have the best and want to make sure that they were fed. So this platform that you're working with, it's just, it, 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 it's, it's, it's amazing, but it's also empowering if we get more women to understand what it means to um, nurture empowerment and that you feel so great doing it. Yeah, it's very interesting. I I want to give some example from about it. Um, one of our trainers, uh, she gave uh, training from us. She take, took training from us, and uh, we put some tips about on illustrations on cognitive development of their children. And we said that okay, don't say no when she wants to do something. Try to uh, show an alternative. And don't shout to them and uh, play or talk with them. And uh, they they are too young to understand the rules. So be kind to them and trying to give the information to them. And uh, give alternatives not to take knife from her hand and put uh, hit them. Because they are doing something like that. Uh, in order to do this, give some alternative for their hands to play with. And one of our uh, trainers came uh, the day after we give this training, and she said that, oh, I tried this that you teach us yesterday at night. 
my little one is uh, crying too much, and I gave a um, fork and a spoon in her hand, and can you do uh, give a casserole and ch turned it, turned it back, and she uh, tried to sing song uh, with uh, with his her baby, with this fork, spoon, and casserole, because <laughs> they don't have so much toys in their hands. But giving an alternative, she said that oh, she loves it, and I don't hit him. I didn't hit him. I don't uh, don't get angry with him. So I'm happy with it that I find a way to deal with my son's problems. Because you don't know how to deal with this um, kind of problems and she don't know how to deal with it. She only knows that we, in Turkey we are some kind of uh, shortcut people. So if we get angry, uh, if they illiterate, they, it's, it's a better way to hit the child. Mm -hmm. But... We told them it's not a good thing to hit the child. So please explain what you are doing, we say. And really, at that night, she tries to do it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you, know, uh, uh, you know, a uh, power of education goes a long way, right? Yeah. And, you know, if mother tried to change something, uh, really, really changed the whole family. Right, right. If the mother... Love that. It's the mother. So and it an goes way, way beyond to country. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, educate a woman, you educate a community in the world. Um, can you give me an example of uh, what you think uh, an empowered modern woman is today? Today, because so let's say, for example, <laughs> an empowered woman, we can go back to our, our mothers, we can go back to our grandmothers. Uh, you know, uh, I'd love to see or, or listen to what you think or feel an empowered woman today is and what that looks like, um, uh, or what the, the difference may be from that the, the empowered woman today and in the past. So maybe the difference with uh, what we engage with with our mothers, uh, there's a big difference maybe. And then now, what are we doing that's uh, uh, different or less or more? Okay. I Actually, I have some observations about my culture, maybe Europe or everything. That's fine. We'd love it. This is, and um, maybe I will... Um, think that it's not a good thing. Okay, I will tell about it. Um, you know, uh, being a mother is a very big responsibility. And nowadays, in some very westernized cultures, uh, the achievement is very important for all of us. Whatever achievement it is, the school achievement, school grades, and graduated from high, high, high schools, and so on and so forth. So, uh, mother in big cities in Turkey, uh, the only thing is important for themselves is their, for their child is being uh, good on grades, good on everything, good on work, good on mm -hmm. uh, maybe art, science, mathematics, and everything. So this kind of uh, achievement uh, belief 
is a little bit problematic, I think, because they don't feel happy with their children, what they are or what, who they are. Mm. Uh, they are going to take them to the courses, piano courses, and then um, ballet courses, and then uh, everything. Japanese, okay, can Japanese you give me a favor? And so, so, so forth. There are a lot of courses around, and uh, the they are happy with their achievements only, with their um, good grades, success stories. Success stories. Okay, can you hold that thought for one moment, sure. Um, sure. Uh, Muki? We're speaking with Dr. Muki Artar, and we're going to break for commercial, and we shall return in a moment while she, um, well, she's, she's going to uh, enlighten us more on uh, what it means to be an empowered modern woman today and uh, maybe give us some examples from the past. We are engaging with that platform right now. So don't go away. We shall return in a moment. Thank you. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for joining us again. We're speaking with Dr. Mugi Artar, and she is from Ankara in Turkey, Ankara University, and she works uh, with uh, an amazing platform helping families, helping women to empower them, to um, just educate them on all levels. We were just uh, speaking, uh, Mugi, about um, the modern empowered woman, and uh, we were being enlightened on uh, where we are with all that. You know, we're, we want to educate, we want dance, we want ballet, we want all these things yeah. for our kids. Yeah, yeah we, we, it's kind of a, a hurry 
to achieve this big, big, big line. I don't know what it is, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, there's a book on it. It's, it's called Harriet Child. David Alkind wrote it. And, uh, you know, I, be- I believe that if uh, a woman, an empowered woman, uh, is not the kind of thing that the achievements or the success story is the, is the best thing for his or her children. But the most important thing is to being happy about their children, who they are, knowing their limits and knowing their um, ideas or hopes, and living with them in their limits, not expecting too much from them. Because, I like you that. Know, I love that. Living with them within their limits or in their limits. So yeah. that, but that too, sometimes it's challenging for parents to understand or mothers to understand that there may be certain limits to each child or each child may have a limit and live within their limit. How, how would you uh, suggest uh, that could be done? You know, uh, it's better to uh, ask them, to the children. You know, they know what they want. They know what they need. And maybe it, the, the expectations was, uh, is not fitting with their mothers or with their fathers or with their families. Anyway, uh, maybe one of them wants to be a pioneer in art. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the mother is always insisting on a mathematic achievement. Mm-hmm. Uh, or whatever it is, it's good to uh, monitor their child very good. It's good to monitor their child needs, expectations, and uh, their ideas or de- their dreams, what it is, and ask them. Right, you, so I like that, you, that, to monitor them. And sometimes we get so far away from monitoring our, our children's, uh, to your point, our children's uh, limits, their, their uh, you know, we need to anticipate uh, what their needs are. And I think that's when you're monitoring uh, uh, in a big way <laughs> uh, 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 what their needs are. You know, we, we, we sometimes get away from it because we, you know, people working or they're, we're doing all these things and, and then one day the child walks in and, it's something, it gives us something that we're not familiar with. We're going, you know, what? What happened? <laughs> and that's because we're not <laughs> yeah. monitoring uh, exactly. who they are exactly. as people and their needs. So I like that. Love that. Any other examples you could help us uh, to understand maybe the different platform for today and the past? Uh, yeah. Um, I think uh, the only thing for the uh, my mother, as, uh, for an example, my mother always wants me uh, to be a dentist, <laughs> and uh, she insisted that me um, when I'm going. To, we have a huge, big, big, big uh, university entrance exam, and, and it's a, a big problem in Turkey. We are trying to change it nowadays, but it's a, still a problem because it's a big, huge entrance exam, and it's a one-day or three-day exam, and you have to enter all the uh, countries' uh, universities uh, at the same with this one little exam. Mm-hmm. 
So it's the very important thing. Anyway, uh, my mother insisting uh, on my uh, selections that you have to write dentistry. And uh, I decided that I don't want to be a dentist. So I decided to choose psychology departments. But mm-hmm. I don't tell her. <laughs> So I changed my list of um, prefer- preferences, but I didn't tell her. So when I fir- uh, realized that I uh, find a, a degree that I, uh, I'm i going to first preferences to Middle East Technical University Psychology Department, and she thinks that is the dentistry. It's hard for me to say that uh, yes. after... After a uh, week, I said that, Mom, I changed my preferences. <laughs> she got mad. Anyway, but I, I love psychology and I Right. It. Well, do you think, Muki, that um, your mom uh, saw in you when you were young or younger or thinking about uh, college, do you think for her she just felt that you would make an amazing dentist and and why would you think why why do you think your mom <laughs> I think, thought you would be this amazing because dentist it's her dream not my dream right okay so it's a dream of hers but not something that she necessarily yeah, saw in you time. it was so, just a dream yeah i'm i'm asking to my sons uh, they are 24 and 18 right now and i'm asking to my sons you have to be a dream and this dream is not longing to me so you have to find your dreams <laughs> i like that so tell us about your sons you have two sons yeah i have two sons one is uh, going to be graduate this year from uh business department department of uh, uh business and technology at a private university at Ankara and the other one is going to uh, study psychology that's like me and I hope it because he's going to enter this uh, university entrance exam this year. Oh, excellent. Excellent. So you have a great support system. Yes, uh, we have a support system. As a family. Uh, What? As As a family you have a great support system. You all uh, are engaging uh, with this whole educational platform, really. I mean, you're all being, uh, uh, I think, um, you know, you're nurturing each other, you know, with with what your beliefs and and thoughts are, the dream, and it's, it's their dream to be, uh, you know, the, a pro- their profession to be whoever they want and all of that. You know, it's it's beautiful. It's empowering. Yeah, the only, they're all the educated. Only, uh, the only important thing is uh, my little family own. I think that my sons have to be happy whatever they want to be. Right. They, it's it's important. It's the important. only goal and, and, of you know, mine it's so is true because there are be many happy. of us... Uh, that uh, will encourage our children to go in a totally different direction of what um, they want to do or what they want to be in life. And sure. uh, it gets to be a struggle. It's very tough, you know. You can even send your kids off to schools that you want them to go to, but then when, they're, when they get there, they're happy. And, I mean, they're not happy, rather, and then you 
have to bring them back home because they're not happy. <laughs> so sure, it's, it's, sure. I think that what you're saying is it's important to listen to your children because they yeah. know, as you said, they know what they want. They know what they and want they to do. They always know, know what, what they want. Even are. if they are three or four, they always know what they want. They, <laughs> they always know what they want. Even if it's the, the age group that you spoke about uh, uh, from zero to six years old and you're helping sure. them, you know, the, the migrant workers and you're helping them, even then they know what they want. It doesn't matter where you are in the world or where you are in your community. The children know what they want. And it's up to yeah. us to be able to help nurture that. Does that make but sense? The, but the only the important thing that we have to give opportunity to them to tell what they want. Ah, give opportunities to them to know what they want. You know, uh, we have still a sexist country, sexist culture. So man is the more powerful, at the, especially at the uh, migrant agricultural worker group. Uh, the man is the powerful thing in the life in their life. So if uh, dad, if their father, don't ask them what they're going to do or what they want, it's impossible for them to talk with their father. Still, the uh, patriarchal uh, uh, kind of living is uh, very powerful on their life. So uh, if we empower women. If we empower them, to encourage them to talk and to give the opportunity to give chance and talk their lives, even if with their husbands, it's very important for them to say a word to, word to their uh, husband because uh, it's very hard for them to go out their houses, to the, go out their um, tents without permission uh, with, from their husbands. Right. Yeah. Oh, geez. It's it's so um, and uh, it's it's tough. I think on all levels, but um, you know, tradition. It's very strong. It doesn't matter yeah. where you are in the world. Tradition is very strong. Very. Uh, uh, uh. So, if we give education to women. They feel more strong, and it empowers women. So it empowers their raising children. So it empowers whole community. I think. Excellent, beautiful. So listen, tell uh, tell us all how to engage with um, uh, we because we have a short time uh, left. How to engage with your platform in Turkey, um, the foundation, the Bernard Van Leer Foundation. Uh, agricultural migrant uh, workers uh, can this uh, be found through uh, social media or you have a website or how can uh, one find you or your the work that you're doing to maybe even help to engage in it sure uh, first uh, Bernard Fonlier Foundation are settled at the uh, Netherlands the Hague and the foundation have a Facebook page and Twitter page and, and a web page too. And this foundation granted our three, our three projects on seasonal migrant workers' children. So they are working with uh, early age children all over the world. I know about 12 countries they have some projects and one of them is Turkey. 
So first, this is the Bernard von Leo Foundation, and then our center, uh, Center for Research on Child Culture. I'm the head of it. So our center have a web page on Turkish and English, but we, we don't have any Facebook or Twitter account right now, uh, but we will be. And uh, then uh, the uh, project page. Uh, project page name is Onlar da Çocuk. It's in Turkish, but the project page name is in Turkish because the project is in Turkish. But the whole thing we have. Um, shall I? Um, Thank you. Shall I uh, give? One by one, the world, or that, I don't know, the online, the church, maybe you, they will it's find good. my I think that the information the that you shared is, is it's good. It's sufficient. I think uh, uh, going online and uh, they'll be able to find uh, everything sure. because they'll be able to Google as well. And I'm yeah, just sure. so very thrilled that you came on the show to share with us and to yeah, help too. us I, empower I, I ourselves. So I, I want to unfortunately me close to out the show. And again, we want to thank Dr. Muki Attar. She's speaking to us from Turkey today and uh, so fascinated, fascinated by your platform. And uh, please come back to uh, talk to us again so that we can listen and uh, uh, nurture ourselves and our communities on how to empower uh, and train and educate our children, educate women, all of that. So I want to thank you so much for sharing today. Thank you. I thank you too. And I'm very grateful that you invite me to your show. It's uh, very oh. helpful to me. <laughs> Please come I like back. Thanks. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for listening. Speak to you next week. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further. Please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.